Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, you can text us on the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line, 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Right now we go back to the fan hotline, which is brought to you by the workers' compensation law firm of Hall and & Capitas. And, um, and my buddy Joel Hanrahan, always excited to talk to him. In fact, you know, Joel, you were like one of the last people I think I talked to in Florida. My last day at work there was the game in Lakeland before you guys had a day off. And, and then everything, all hell broke loose after that. I know you yelled at me in the dugout for not maintaining proper social distance. That back, that's back, and that was kind of funny. Uh, but it's amazing how, how quickly things changed in a very short period of time over, what, the next, what, three or four days right after that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we thought, we thought this was going to be a, a week to two week thing. And, um, you know, we thought hopefully it would, it would all go away real quickly. And here we are still, still dealing with it. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but it looks like we're heading in the right direction here soon. Yeah, well, you guys have, have done the, – the Pirates have been victims of – they've been kind of collateral damage. I know Key Brian Hayes uh, had an issue. Polanco had an issue with testing and stuff. But, um, but other than the kind of the collateral damage where stuff had happened to scheduled opponents, in Altoona it sounds like you guys have – you know, the Pirates have been good. And it sounds like everything's gone fairly, I mean, as smoothly as can be expected given the circumstances in Altoona. Is that accurate? Yeah, you know, we 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 all here in Altoona have been doing our part. Um, you know, our, our trainers here, Drew Scott and Justin Aarons, have, have been doing a phenomenal job of keeping us in check. And um, you know, I, I think Esposito, Brian, Brian Esposito, set the uh, the bar straight at the beginning. Is look, guys, like everybody in this room has a chance to get to the big leagues. And if you're healthy, then you really do have a chance. And, um, you know, that kind of stuck with everybody is, is you know, let's, let's not definitely don't be the one to mess this up for everybody. And, uh, you know, you'd hate to be the guy that, that, you know, comes from Altoona and goes to Pittsburgh and, and brings in, in the, the virus up there and, and starts the, um, you know, the downfall of the major league season. So we've been taking it pretty serious here. We've got great cooks here. Um, the guys have been doing a great job of, of keeping us. Um, fueled up and, and energized and um, as clean as possible as we can. And, uh, you know, guys are taking the protocol seriously. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a joke to us. Um, you know, and we've, we've come this far and, and we can finish it strong now and, uh, you know, hopefully get through this season and, and hope for some normalcy next year. Yeah, we're talking to Joel Hanrahan here on, on Bucko Talk. I'm Jim Colony and, um, before I get to some get to some individual players and some and the work that you've done with them specifically, uh, personally, 
what what do you guys do down there? Because I mean, all you can do is play games against one another. And if you look at the roster, uh, there are only two outfielders there. Guys, guys that are listed as outfielders. There are a whole bunch of pitchers. Um, and it seems to me that it would get pretty old, you know, doing simulated games and live batting practice and, and all of that stuff. What have you guys done in Altoona to keep things fresh for those guys? That's it, man. That's it. You just nailed it. I mean, we, we've been doing simulated games against ourselves every day for, uh, for about 65 days now, 70 days. Um, you know, it's, it's really all we can do to get these guys live innings and live at bats. Um, Miguel Perez played right field yesterday. He was the, Greensboro manager last year. He's, he made some diving catches out there. Uh, John Nunnally's <laughs> been playing third base. Uh, Jonathan Johnson's been in the outfield. So the staff members have been getting out there just to make it more realistic of, of having a body out there. Um, you know, we've had days when it's rained where we've had the tarp halfway on the field and, and just the mound and the plate are uncovered because, you know, we've got a two-man ground crew here. We're just doing everything we can to get out there and give these guys as many reps as possible. Um, I think today we have a, a six versus six inning game. So, you know, we'll, we'll do two guys, six innings and, um, you know, it's, it's tough. You know, you, you, you face five guys in one inning and, and you end up facing the same guy twice sometimes. But, you know, the reality of it is, is that all 30 teams are doing the same thing. Um, you know, I've got some buddies in, in bubbles that are playing and coaching and, you know, you kind of reach out to those guys and see what's going on and, and everybody's doing it the same. Um, yeah, I've I've gotten really good at calling balls and strikes as an umpire from second base. Uh, players don't really agree <laughs> with me, but I think I'm pretty awesome at it. Um, <laughs> yesterday we had an inning with three virtual outs because you know us coaches don't move as well in the outfield, but you know realistically that, that you know these are plays that are probably going to get made in in the big leagues, double A, triple A. So uh, you know three fly balls that fell in that we all called out. <laughs> so. It's, you know, we just well, you don't want to pull a muscle, Joel, not at your age. Um, I said, you don't want to pull a muscle at your age. That would be ugly. No, um, definitely not. Golf season's coming up for me here soon. I, I don't <laughs> it's golf season for a lot yeah. of us for a long time. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you specifically about some players because things have been, I mean, it's and you, you've watched from afar. You saw the, the beginning of the season was just awful over the first 20. And then the second 20 games, Pirates went 10 and 10. So, um at least a 500 team during during the middle stretch. One of the reasons for that has been Jeff Hartley. And I know since I saw him, I can't remember if it was last spring or the spring before, you know, here's an intriguing guy, you know, a big dude. He was a basketball player, um, throws hard, and yet was also hit hard. Um, and I know that you worked with him starting in spring training and also this year in Altoona before he came up. What what are the changes that, that Hartley has been able to make that that turned him into just a guy who can throw hard to a guy that actually pitches. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look back at his his stats from last year in the big leagues, um, I know Oscar and Mess did some digging on it, and I did some looking at it as well. Is if you look at where Hartley got beat last year, every pitch was right down the middle. Um, you know, so he was just throwing his sinker as hard as he could down the middle and hoping to work. And right now, you know, he's he's throwing hard, but he's also under control. Um, you know, he tried to do some things with elevating four seams up in the zone, which really isn't his game. He's got a, a power sinker. And, um, I think when he realized, like, look, I've got a power sinker and a, and a breaking ball, I'm going to go out there with my best weapons and I'm going to get beat. You know, if I'm going to get beat, I'm going down with my best, my best stuff. And, uh, you know, really he's, he's gone after guys with that, that sinker and, and a little bit of a slider. And, um, you know, he's, he's 
worked really hard on trying to get those to came come out of the same release and, and tunnel them together so they look like the same pitch for as long as possible. And, um, you know, he really put in a lot of work when he was down here in Altoona and, you know, just kind of went after guys and said, here it is, this is it, this is what I got. And, and it's worked out good for him. Yeah, I think you had – you had Sam Howard for a little bit too, right? Now Tuna before he came up. What, what, maybe kind of the same, same little thumbnail sketch on, on him and, and what he's been able to do to be successful. Yeah. So, so Sam came in, uh, really like the guy was just struggling, man. I mean, I say struggling like it was, I mean, like he just, everything he threw up there, they were hitting it. And he came in one day and said, Hey, look, I was looking at this video. Um, Somehow my hands shifted and, and, uh, you know, I've kind of changed my whole mechanics. And I said, well, yeah, that's, that's completely different, this video. Um, so he, he brought the video to me. And I said, well, let's go fix it. And he worked hard in the, in the dry work in the bullpen. And, um, you know, we, we got on the mound and did some, some short bullpens with him and, uh, got him back to where he was at last year with Colorado. Somehow along the lines, um, he, he kind of changed his mechanics somehow and, we got him back to where he was last year and, and told him, Hey man, that your slider is a weapon. You know, you throw that thing, you just let it eat. And, uh, if you can move it around the zone, that'd be great. And, you know, pair that with your fastball that spins well. And, and, you know, he just, he, he clicked for him when he was here and you could see it, that light bulb go off. And he was like, Oh man, I'm back. And once he got back, he said, I'm, I'm ready. And he got the opportunity to go up to the big leagues and, and hasn't looked back since. So, he was, he was a fun one to work with because at the beginning, man, it was a struggle. It was a real struggle, and I felt bad for the kid. And then uh, he took it upon himself and, and you know, did some digging, and, and he got back to where he needed to be. So been happy to watch him uh, up there succeeding. And, and lastly, one guy. I know we talked about him in, in Bradenton, and I don't know if he's, he's not exactly like you were years ago, but Blake Cedarland. Uh, he is intriguing as all get out, and um, and is there a chance that we're going to see him this year? And and whether or not we do or don't, um, can you give us a progress report on what he's been doing? Yeah, man, I, I really do hope you guys get a chance to see him this year. Um, you know, I, I know he's traveling with the taxi squad, so he's there. I don't know what what the plans are for him, but um, you know, the beginning for him was was kind of a, a struggle coming back from from being sick, and uh, you know. His last outing, he looked like the guy that I saw last year and the guy in spring training where, you know, just he was out there under control, letting it eat and, and not worrying about anything and um, kind of had that chip on his shoulder like, I'm the man, I can do this. So it was good to see him get back to that level. Um, you know, now it's just uh, waiting for an opportunity and hopefully he gets, hopefully we get to see him up there sometime because uh, I think once we see him up there, he's going to he's gonna take off with it and we won't see him back in the minor leagues, hopefully. Right now, hey Joel, thanks a lot. I wish we had more time. I got to run. Uh, I appreciate you yeah. taking the time, and uh, I, I may never see you face to face again. But uh, hopefully, yeah, I do. Got, Maybe next spring, yeah. things will get back to normal. Um, but uh, thanks for joining us, and, uh, and and best of luck to you. You got your cooler of natty lights ready for the football games today, don't you? <laughs> uh, not quite yet. I still got another hour of this show to go. But uh, okay, afternoon. All, right, All right, thanks, Joel. We'll see you later. You got it. All right. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.